I saw it the first time, I thought it was the most beautiful farm that I'd ever seen in my life. And I'm just, you know, being a banker, I saw a lot of Kentucky, pretty Kentucky farms. Yes. We are both seventh generation Kentuckians. It's something we really, I guess it's in our blood. We really love this place. You know, I, I definitely struggle with greed and empire building and being too expansive and that's my struggle. I mean, it's, it's my absolute weakness. Uh, my little brother and I went into business early together and, and I really, I, I guess that when I look back on it, I just wanted to be rich. I think I was 19 and Vince was 17 and we sat around the room and we decided to be the wealthiest men in Kentucky. You know, I like selling, but I didn't like selling hard-to-sell products. And so we started thinking about the bank would be really good because money everybody needs. And so it's much easier to sell. And so we, we got in the banking business when I was, bought our first bank when I was 26 and uh, uh, started running it. We built the banks. We started buying a bank every two or three years. And, and, uh, and then kept buying real estate. That's kind of been a constant in our organization is just buying deals when we find them. And then in my personal life, I had a, uh, you know, I, I had a marriage that blew up and, and mainly because I was way too dedicated to, to work. And I used to kind of think if, if uh, you know, if you could, if you're having problems, if you could just be a little bit more like me, you'd be better off. And, and of course, then you learn it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with me and I can screw up anything. And, and, I, and, and I really believe my divorce was a defining moment in my life. You know, it's really a problem when the person that knows you best likes you least. That's a real problem. And I decided I just didn't, I just didn't want that to happen again. You know, I, that's, uh, it's not attractive. My little brother and my dad were probably my biggest influences early on on giving. But Vince started, I mean, he was a sacrificial giver. He was a great uh, uh, mentor for me in giving, and so was my father. Uh, last time I saw him, I, we, I helped him. He called me, I was at my mother and dad's house, and, and he said, Jess, I've got a cow that's having a calf. And he said, I need some help pulling it. it took us an hour, hour and a half. It was a, kind of a tough delivery, but we have pulled with cows all of our lives, so we delivered, a, I don't know, hundreds of head of cattle. And so uh, we were sitting there exhausted and drinking, just drink some water after we were finished. And, and uh, I remember looking and he knew he, he knew he had a brain tumor. And that's the reason he asked me to come because he couldn't really tug. All he could do is kind of hold the cow. Doctor told him not to do, exert himself too much after his brain surgery. And uh, so we just sat there and laughed. And, 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 and you know, we said, man, this has been some kind of party. You know, we've had a... And I met on a blind date. My cousin is married to a guy that works at the bank. They called up one day and said, we've got this guy and he's 40, he's divorced and has three kids. And I kind of went, oh wow, I don't know. You know, that's a lot. I'm not a big change person and there I was looking at a lot of changes. 
pleasing you know, my church, my friends, my job, my independence, my um, role as single career woman to married stepmother and just all those things were frightening. It was wonderful because God provided so many confirmations during that time that yes, this is who I have for you. I, I know that we're both our closest advisors. You know, I, I cannot wait till if I've got a lot of pressure or a lot of issues at work, I can't wait till I get home at night to sit down and kind of lay it all out and say, now what do you think about this? You know, is this, this should we be doing this or shouldn't we be doing this? And it's made our marriage a real partnership, which is, which is absolutely invaluable. We want to be as successful as we can be while leaving faith and family ahead of our business. And I think that's been the beauty of our organization. We have all been together. We've all kind of traveled this journey together. And sort of Jess's transformation is, is also the company's transfer, transformation and probably for me personally a lot of my transformation. So it's, it's been a journey we've all been on together. Uh, over, the, over the years, we've grown really through acquisition. Uh, we have acquired a pro about 10 banks here in the state of Kentucky. We go from the Mississippi River in the west all the way to um, I-75 I here in the eastern part of the state. We're in 10 counties. God's really kind of expanded our platform for, for ministry. We want to use our influence, our example, and our resources to help people make wise financial decisions. Now that's very different from a bank, for a bank. We're, we're a bank that's really encouraging you not to borrow too much money uh, and to leave lots of margin in your life. We have made Crown Ministries small group study available to all of our people. They understand now a lot of how we think and how we're motivated. As the company has prospered, a lot of us personally have prospered. Uh, by virtue of the fact that we own stock in the company. We discovered a way through National Christian Foundation that we could give stock. They would, you know, liquidate that stock and we could give that away. Um, it's been a tremendous blessing to us and to unlock that value. That's been the primary way that we've been able to, to really increase our giving over the last several years. started a strategic plan where we would meet once a year to look over and really kind of develop a vision statement for our marriage. It's been really helpful to keep us on the same page and not to say that we don't have struggles and we still do, but it, it is a time once a year that we sit down, we revisit our previous year's plan, make adjustments to it, and then we try to revisit it about once every three months. Did not acquire anything. For how long? <laughs> this is for the whole year. <laughs> but work on what we have. We will give uh, ten times, or ten or twelve times, what on a good year, what we spend. And I, I love what my father says. He, he says the antidote to greed is recklessly giving away money. And I think it's true. When, when, uh, when. Uh, just the very act of giving money away is an abundance mentality, and it, it'll it'll just it just purifies your heart and soul, and 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 then makes you dependent on God again to bring the next load in.
I've always had a heart for missions growing up. I really thought I was going to be a missionary someday. I mean, I just felt like I had a kind of a call on my life to do that. And um, and God has given that to me. Not because I've gone, but I've been partnering with people that are there. And that's been the most beautiful thing, really. I mean, it's just the best of all worlds because, you know, I get to partner with people in all different places in the world that I would never have been able to go to personally. Vince used to say that uh, money is like manure. If you let it stack up, it'll start to stink. And he said if you kind of spread it out, it has the potential to do some good, kind of like fertilizer. And, and it's true. 